For as long as the United States has been a country, the idea of living with wolves has been a problem that its citizens have had to contend with. The extirpation of wolves was the first major change in how we dealt with the conflict. After nearly decimating wolf populations, they were listed as endangered. In recent years, wolves have seen some success in parts of their historic range, resulting in the decision to delist the wolf. The Fish and Wildlife Service made the decision as they believe the gray wolf has reached recovery goals for the northern Rocky Mountain and Great Lakes populations. Of those in favor of delisting the gray wolf, members of the Cattlemen's Beef Association have been quite vocal in their support of the decision. They argued that wolves have fully recovered and that management of wolves should be returned to the state. John Fallon of the Public Lands Council notes how many cattle are killed by wolves and that for each one that is confirmed, many go unconfirmed. He argues that the Fish and Wildlife Service does not have the money to continue managing wolves as they are now. In addition to ranchers, elk and big game hunters have also shown their support for delisting the gray wolf. The president of the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation suggests that we must allow hunting of wolves in order to maintain undulate populations. For those who do not know, undulates are animals such as deer, moose, and elk. This statement is contradicted by a study done in Yellowstone National Park, a study which suggests that climate and hunting contribute far more to the decline of elk in the park. Even though there is much debate over the delisting of the gray wolf, most people see the wolf's progress as a success, but the degree of this success is the object of much debate. In order for a species to be listed as endangered, it must be imperiled throughout a significant portion of its range. The idea of range is not specifically defined in the Endangered Species Act. As such, whether a species is recovered hinges on what one believes is the range of a species. Groups such as the Defenders of Wildlife see wolves in their current state as the first steps towards full recovery. But in order to be fully recovered, the wolf must have a stable population throughout most of, or at least a far greater proportion of its historic range. Currently, wolves only occupy 20% of their historic range in the lower 48. A group of wolf experts and other qualified individuals peer-reviewed the study put out by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. They argued that the current population of wolves exists now as several separate subpopulations, and over longer periods of time wouldn't be as stable as a group of interconnected populations, also called metapopulations. Also stating that the study did not show any evidence of wolf movement across the United States-Canada border. They argue that because the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service did not properly adjust the mortality caused by humans on public land in their study, that wolves as they are now, would be unlikely to continue expanding their range, thus continuing to exist as several separate subpopulations.